right, welcome to another episode of the Leadership Download. I'm here with uh, Travis and myself. Uh, we're here in our new recording studio. Uh, we actually finally had the opportunity to meet in person. So we hope that this in-person content uh, is a little bit more valuable to you and your leadership. So today's topic, we're going to be talking about, uh, are you teachable? Travis? Yeah, so I, I, really today, the, the content is going to be centered around this question, are you teachable? And this this uh, this this question really piggybacks on a previous podcast that we 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 recorded on uh, leadership humility. Um, after we've kind of gone through this process of asking ourselves, do we possess humility? Do we possess that leadership humility that we need? Um, the next question is, are we teachable? Have we positioned ourselves to be teachable? You know, uh, I'm reminded so often of. Um, just the, the 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 need to have a teachable mindset um you know for me personally every almost every successful person i've ever met i've interacted with i've asked questions to they have a a, a deep desire to learn um you know these are people who are in their 70s and even some in their 80s and they're still reading books they're still talking to people they're still asking questions and they're still very curious individuals and they, they're that way simply because they they know the value of, of, of what they're going to be to bring to the table is, is based off of their ability to learn from, from those around them. So, um, Cameron, you know, we all each have our own mentors, people that we learn from. What are some of the things that you've done to prepare for a learning session with someone that you, uh, that you look up to? Yeah, um, um, a lot of people that I like being mentored by is people that are way ahead of me, that have done, had great success, been CEOs, been owner of companies. And, and a lot of these folks have very limited time. They don't have, <clears throat> they only have a certain amount of time. And when they have that availability, I make sure to do whatever I can to meet with them, fly to them even some cases, uh, and actually meet with them. And normally what I do in order to prepare those for those sessions or those meetings or whatever it is, or phone calls is to have take that time for preparation. What is it that I want to achieve? What is my agenda? What is it that I want to get out of this conversation? Because it's not just, uh, you know, go out with some drinks and have some dinner. Yeah. There's actually an agenda. There's something that I want to get out of it. And there's also something that the mentor wants to get out of it. You know, like, how am I doing? What do I need help in? Where am I, what areas um, do, do I need some clarity in? And maybe that individual or that group of uh, uh, mentors can provide that for me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you may be in a, a, a time in your life where you're saying, you know what, I don't really have the opportunity to, to, to speak to people, you know, that are a CEO of a company or, or, or someone that is of, of you know, of high stature that we can learn from. And, and I would say that, you know, if that's the case for you, that was the case for b both of us as well at many times. And there are many people that we don't have access to in our lives at this point. And we but yet we do have access through them, through their books, their mm -hmm. podcasts, through uh, the content that they produce um, uh, and put out to the world. Um, you know, so what are some of the things that you can also do is just to, through reading books. Um, you know, there's been many times that I will have a, a leadership challenge or something that I'm going through personally. And I'm trying to figure out the decisions I need to make. I will have questions written down as I'm reading the book. You know, I, I, you may find a book that's on a specific subject or, or on a, on a specific area that I'm struggling in. 
I will have my questions written down so that when I'm reading, it's as if I'm having a conversation with the author. That is, and as I'm seeking, as I'm reading the book, I'm seeking the information that I need to answer the questions that I have. And, and one thing that would be very important here is to say, you know, teachability is, is not much about competence. It's not, and it's not really about mental capacity. It's, it's more about your attitude. And it's really your attitude on your ability to learn, unlearn, and relearn. That's an important process that you will go through as you, as you grow in your, in your, in your careers, in, in, in your life, is, is do you have the ability to learn something, unlearn something, and, and, and relearn something? And, and we have to have this because the world is changing at a rapid pace. The, the things that worked in management even two years ago don't work now. Why? Because we had a pandemic. Mm-hmm. We had all these things happen. We had the, you know, the great resignation. All these things three or four years ago, we had no idea they were going to exist. So we're now in that process of, of, of learning and unlearning and, and relearning. And, and if we're unwilling to be there, if we want to be stubborn, we'll never have that ability. You know, I love this quote by Gerald McGinnis. You know, he's, he's the president and CEO of a company called Resoponics. He says, value your listening and reading time roughly 10 times your talking time. This will assure you that you are on course in continuous learning and self-improvement. Or the way John Wooden put it, he says, it, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. Yeah, another thing is um, the lifelong growth here is teachability. Yeah. Um, you know, your growth determines who you are. And who you are is who you attract. Yeah. Those are the type of people that you're going to attract. And who you attract really determines the success of your organization. And so, you know, to repeat that again, I think these are very three key points to hit on. Yeah. Is your growth determines who you are. And your te- your level of teachability is are you a teachable person or are you resistant or an overconfident that you think you know it all? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, you know, we talked about in a previous podcast about humility. It's being the know-it-all doesn't mean you're the best leader sometimes it's those individuals that don't have the qualifications don't have the experience they don't know sometimes those end up being your top leaders and the best leaders yeah, out there absolutely um and who you are is who you attract who you are as a leader as a person those are the type of people that you'll you'll attract to surround you and then who you surround yourselves with and who you attract to your organization that will truly determine the success of your organization, group, church, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let's let's ask the big question: How do we develop a, a teachable attitude? That is the big question we want to answer here: Is how do we develop a teachable attitude? And really, the first thing we have to do is be, is we have to move from becoming uh, becoming goal oriented to becoming growth oriented. We want to shift from growth or we want to shift towards growth orient, oriented and away from goal orientation. The, re- the reason here is when we have a goal, when we set a goal, when we finally hit that goal, what often happens is we have a tendency to relax. Mm-hmm. We've hit the goal. We celebrate. We, 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 we pop the champagne and everybody's happy. But then we tend to throttle back. But if we are growth oriented, we appreciate the benchmarks. We're happy. You know, we want to celebrate the wins along the way. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're happiest the goal is just to keep going. We want to keep growing. We want to, we want to keep getting better. 
And we don't want goals to limit our ultimate success. You know, I, I love the way John Maxwell talks about this. He talks about, the, you know, use the 24-hour rule. If you have a major success in your life, celebrate it for 24 hours and move on. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's old news, right? And if you have a major failure in life, right, th then what do you do? You, you spend 24 hours uh, kind of sulking in that, mm -hmm. and then you pick yourself up and you move on. One way or another, we have to be understand that it's the long game that we want. We want to be we want to be growth oriented, not necessarily goal oriented. Yeah, and I think oftentimes when we talk about um, uh, becoming growth oriented or goal oriented, you know, with goals we have this big goal, and once we hit our milestones, we're all like, "Oh, everything is great." But growth or being growth oriented, we want to. Um, we want to see growth in ourselves. We yeah. want us, we want, uh, that's when you want yourselves to get better, not just hit some goal or benchmark that, you know, start a business or launch this or start this new hobby. It's getting, you find yourself when you are growth oriented, you start developing character and then you start, you start seeing that in your leadership because you're so growth oriented. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, an important part here too is, is if we become growth oriented, even if we are struggling to move ahead, like maybe there's maybe there's situations where you set a goal for yourself and you're unable to reach it. You know, the, the, the idea here is that we should be growing to our maximum capacity day in, day out, year in, year out, not necessarily reaching a benchmark and then just kind of plateauing out. The second piece here is overcoming our, our success. We must overcome our success. The greatest obstacle to tomorrow's success is today's success. Oftentimes we, 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 we get hung up on our previous successes. You know, for me and for Cameron as well, we, had, uh, we, we reached a certain level of success in our careers very, very early on. And it's very, very easy for me at this point in my life, even though I'm, I'm still fairly young, to point back at the successes that I've had in the past. It's very easy for me to kind of just kind of kick my feet up and say, you know, I've done, uh, I've accomplished some things that some people that are in their fifties and sixties are just getting to, but that's not, that's not the desire. We, we can, we can lose that momentum. We can lose that, that, uh, that drive and determination when we, when we're living off of yesterday's successes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's a real shifted mindset. If we, um, you know, let our successes get to our heads. Um, we're not going to progress. Yeah. We're not going to have that growth oriented mindset that we're talking about. And when we talk about overcome our success does not mean, Oh, we're successful. And then we just move on. It's no, you, you take time to celebrate yeah. in whatever way you want to, but then you strive to become better. Okay. I've done this. I've achieved this milestone. Um, and what can I do better? What can I go to, take that to the next level because one of the things that um in leadership we should always strive to for more we always strive for more get better get ourselves better challenge us to the next level sometimes it's not easy yeah but it helps you get better in, in your leadership you know i love the i love the story that uh that i heard about tiger woods one day you know he was he was playing golf in a, in a tournament and he had just uh i think it was on the second or third day of the, of the tournament and it was one day left and he had just played a, a fantastic round of golf and he immediately left the golf course and went to the driving range. And, and one of the, uh, you know, one of the reporters asked him, you know, you just played one of your best rounds of golf you've ever played. Now you're back on the driving range playing, you know, why, 
why why do you need to do this? Why do you feel that you need to practice so so much and, and get better? And he and he said, you know, there there's a kid somewhere that nobody knows about mm-hmm. that is practicing, you know, 15 hours a day that's gonna sneak up on him and become the best. Yeah. You know, he, he could not, he would not allow himself, you know, to to be lost in, in his previous successes. He was always focused on moving forward because he knew that there was somebody else out there that maybe nobody even knew was there yet that was coming up through the ranks that was practicing and grinding daily and was going to catch him mm-hmm. if he didn't keep his foot on the gas. So success, even in the moment, was not enough. He had to go out there now and get better. He saw the minor mistakes he made and he went out there and got better. He refused to, to allow his previous success to overcome him. You know, moving on the, to the third point really is is we want to swear off our shortcuts. If we want to become teachable, we have to, to swear off shortcuts, you know, and this is something uh, I think the younger generation often it, it struggles with, you know, and in, uh, in this millennial generation, we often are looking for the easy way out, right. the shortcut. We're looking for the, the 15 minute ebook, you know, we're looking for the snippet of information any way we can we can cut the work out of what we're doing. Um, Nancy Dornan said, you know, said it this way, the longest distance between two points is a shortcut. At the end of the day, a shortcut normally tends to lead us into a lot more work than we originally planned for. Yeah. And uh, another one is quit fearing failure. And I think that's one, that's something that's really important here. You know, Albert Hubbard said the greatest mistake one can make in life is to be continually fearing you will make one. And I think that's such a good mindset to have is continually fearing to make a mistake is probably the worst mistake. Yeah. I think it's, it's being open to failure, not being afraid to fail and creating that environment for people to fail. Um, because I think that it, that's where you really learn as a leader. It's when you fail and you create that room for failure for yourself yeah. and not be too hard on yourself. That was, that's what makes you get, to the next level. Uh, you know, you cannot be prideful and teachable at the same time. Um, here's another one. The major difference between achieving people and average people is their perception of uh, response to failure. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this in, in a previous podcast, but you know, look, one of the craziest things that we will realize about failure is that 90% of people who fail walk away from it. They go and they hide. They, 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 they run away from it because they're embarrassed by it. They don't want others to know they failed. And so they leave it. Mm-hmm. Only 10% of people are actually learning from the mistakes they're making and are actively adjusting and getting better. But guess what? That 10% are your, are your millionaires, your billionaires, your successful people that are running businesses, your successful leaders that are out there doing great things. We have to have the ability to move ourselves from that 90% into that 10%. You know, I've used this quote before, but the Teddy Roosevelt quote that says, you know, he who makes no mistakes makes no progress. Or the John Maxwell quote that says, he who learns from his mistakes makes much progress. You know, if we want to make progress, we have to be comfortable with the failures in, in our lives. And things are going to, things are not going to work out. Things are not going to go as planned. And we have to be able to make adjustments and, and keep going. Yeah, and I really think the way the reason main reason why is ninety percent people leave is because that's the easiest route. Yeah, that's the easiest route out. Uh, just say goodbye, leave, call it a day, and you're done. The ten percent is where these people are learning. 
you see these billionaires and millionaires that you've mentioned is because they learned they had failed businesses they had failed launches they've made mistakes but they still stayed in the grind they continued to learn they continue to want to take it to the next level and um yeah so moving on to number five is is, is develop a system for learning and thinking you know here here's really the idea behind this the first thing we need to do is learn to listen you know david thoreau said that this way he said it takes two it takes two to speak the truth one to speak and one to hear being a good listener helps us to know people better to learn what they have learned and to show them that we value them as individuals really that first step of, of developing that teachability is, is is our ability to learn to listen you know uh, and that moving into that second step is understand the learning process and i think there's some there's some things that we could spend some time here learning is is learning typically works this way we act we look for the mistakes and we evaluate we search for better ways and then we go back to act you know it's going back to that learn relearn relearn learn unlearn relearn learn unlearn relearn this is a process we're going to be going through for the whole, our whole lives mm -hmm. yeah that's so true um and then the next one is look for and plan teachable moments you know if you look for opportunities to learn in every situation you'll expand your talent to its true potential. And, you know, if we don't plan these teachable moments, um, you know, it's, it's so important to seek out and actively plan these moments. You know, you do that in different ways. You do that by, you know, listening to podcasts, uh, reading books, um, attending leadership conferences, or going to things that were uh, new experiences that, that uh, you, Maybe it's an area that you just want to learn in. You've always had an interest in. And that's the way you plan for these teachable moments. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's so important. And when we have those teachable moments, you know, we, we, we should always be looking for them. And and they can come from some of the, the most unusual places. You know, uh, I, I have so many teachable moments that just pop up from a day in, day in the life of being a father. You know, things that happen, things my children say, things that... Um, that are exposed by the, the stress of being a parent. Um, don't, don't dismiss those things, lean into those things and, and, and utilize them as teachable moments. But also when we have those teachable moments, make them count, you know, utilize those opportunities. I can remember um, one of the biggest disappointments for me ever in my, in my life was uh, one of the first times I went to a, a leadership conference and I was in a Q&A session and I was and I was just sitting there listening and I had a question, but I was just too I was too enamored. I was just too nervous. I, I didn't feel like my question was going to going to equal up to the, 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 the stature of the people in the room. And, and yeah. I decided to go away and I didn't ask the question and I didn't utilize the moment. I didn't take that opportunity, that teachable moment that was in front of me and utilize it. And so we want to make sure that we are, we are taking advantage of those times. And, and really also when, we, when on the other side of that, we're, we're taking the time to reflect on what's, what's been given to us and make sure that we have, you know, really kind of taken advantage of the, the, uh, the learning and the growth opportunity we've been given. And number five, and finally, is really we want to ask ourselves is, as are we teachable? I mean, this is a very simple question. All, you know, all five steps here we've gone through so far. 
really unpacks these this idea of you know things that we could do to become teachable but simply asking ourselves are we teachable really helps us uh un reflect you know here's some questions you know that we can ask to understand are we are we are we teachable is you know am i open to others ideas do i listen more than i talk am i open to changing my opinion based on new information do i readily admit when i'm wrong do I observe before acting on a situation? Do I ask questions? Am I willing to ask a question that will expose my ignorance? And see, that's why I was fearful of that day. I was afraid I was going to ask a question that made me look ignorant. Am I open to doing things in a way I haven't done them before? Am I willing to ask for directions? And do I act defensive when criticized or do I listen openly for truth? These are huge questions we can ask ourselves. You know, that's that's a point right there where it would almost be worth going back and rewinding this this video and going back and listening to these questions again. If you don't get anything else out of this teaching today is going back and asking these questions. And if the, any of these areas pop kind of, you know, show a red flag in your life, this is where you want to start leaning into uh, finding ways to to grow in these things. You know, for me, it's always been since then that I refuse, if, if I have a question and I'm in a room where I have an opportunity to learn, I, I, I force myself to say, I will not, I will not leave this room until I've asked my question. Yeah, some of these questions that you've asked here, Travis, is, um, you know, do I listen more than I can talk? Do I act defensive when criticized or do I listen openly for truth? It's really talking about listening. Yeah. And sometimes I think in leadership, we forget to listen sometimes. We're so focused on what we have to say, what we want to say to our team, setting out the right message or distributing information is sometimes we forget to listen. Uh, I forget who said this, but, you know, they say having a good practice of, you know, keeping your mouth closed, both ears open. And I think that's such a good practice for us as leaders to become into this posture of we call teachability is to listen. Yeah, absolutely. So take that opportunity, re review those 10 questions and, and start to dig into where do you need to work on to become more teachable? I think this is a step in the right direction. If you're listening to this podcast, you're moving in the right direction. But what are you doing with the information that's being given to you? Are you allowing this information to, to soak in? Are you allowing these new facts that are maybe being introduced into your life for the first time, you know, these new values to be pass into your life? Are you just listening? Are you allowing them to potentially change the way you think about things? You know, I think these are critical things for us moving forward as leaders as we kind of continue to lean into self-leadership. You know, it's very important to understand that even if you're not leading anyone at this moment, each of us have the responsibility of leading ourselves well first, because no one wants to follow a leader who has no, has not, doesn't have the ability to lead themselves well. So anyone can start there. So final thoughts? No, I think it's um, developing that teachable attitude is so critical. Um, if you don't have that teachable attitude, you're not going to grow. You're not going to grow as a person. You're not going to grow in your leadership. Uh, and this is something that um, it's important to continue learning. Yeah. You never can stop learning. You know, like one of the things for myself is like, you know, going through school, school is never going to finish for me. Like I always want to continue to learn different things, get better at different areas of life and continue to uh, take it to that next level uh, because we never want to stay comfortable. Yeah. If we're comfortable where we are, then that means we're not doing something right. We always want to stay in the uncomfortable, continue to push ourselves, 
to go to that next level. Yeah, absolutely. So we thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of the Leadership Download. If you enjoy this content, please share, like, whatever is appropriate for the platform you're watching on. And we uh, we really thank you and value your time. And we thank you for uh, giving trusting us uh, with your time. And we'll see you guys on the next podcast.